Once upon a time, deep in the forest, not everyone was destined for greatness. This is their tale. Welcome to Very Random Encounters, a show where we play pen and paper RPGs in which we've randomly determined as many things as possible, including characters, villains, names, places, and other pint-sized stuff. It all comes together to be a very random encounter. I'm Logan. I'm Lee. I'm Travis. And I'm Greg. I've had that memorized since, like, episode three of this show, and that was the first time I was like, what the fuck do I say? (laughs) What Uh comes next? I've been off book for years, and now I have to go back <laughs> on book. This is my nightmare. Does somebody want to recap? I will. Well, last time Rue got into that bird fight, we'd been on the precipice of, and uh seems to be going all right. <laughs> Let's just keep our fingers crossed we on that one. We don't rightly know, because <laughs> we ain't there. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean... Yes, Chuncina obviously don't know none of this, but but the Chuncina that is omniscient and telling us mm-hmm. this recap. But this Chuncina, there's there's a Chuncina that don't know this, and there's one <laughs> that does. This is the uh, like in a reality show where you have like the testimonial interview where they talk about <laughs> what happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so then on the Dargavant Chuncina side of things, over in Special Oakwood. Uh, well, the cats came calling, and things didn't go great between Dargavant and Dorisa, so for whatever reason, we decided to let Chuncina do the talking, like, who, who thought that was gonna go well at all? But then it did! <laughs> and it totally worked out, so the cats left, although they did leave a guard, which is fine, I mean, you know, we'll deal with that when we get there, huh? <laughs> Hey, Rue. Mm-hmm. So you're flying away. Where are you flying? So I imagine there's, uh, am I correct to assume there's kind of like, there's a path through the woods, but there's like trees everywhere, basically? Yeah. I want to, and I'm being pursued, right? That's where we left it off last time? Yes, there there is one bird behind you. I want to be ducking up and uh, above and below the the tree line in an attempt to lose my pursuer. Like I'll, I'll be under and my pursuer will be under the, um, the canopy with me. And then I'll go above where they can't see me and I'll move in like another direction and I'll go down, hoping that I go down before they're up. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think this might be a trick, an NPC role. That's with cunning, right? Uh, yes. Seven. Seven to nine, they can, wait, wait, wait. They can instead choose one. Oh, so the NPC chooses this, which is me. That's weird. Mm-hmm. So it's either they hesitate, they stumble, or they overreact. Well, they can't stumble. They're flying. Well, I mean, I think stumble is up for grabs here as to what that means. 
Uh, Any of these three are good for me. Thematically makes the less sense that a flying bird would stumble, but hesitate Mm -hmm. and overshoot can work really well because that's like right into a tree branch. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, I think it's they overreact. So you just hear like behind you and it seems like you frazzled them. So you've got plus one forward against them. Nice. Yeah. But I'm assuming they're still on the trail, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, they okay. are. Um, Am I able to fly with my bag or can I, or is that too heavy? I don't think that you'd carry it if you couldn't fly with it, right? I mean. Yeah, that's probably you, you true. You probably don't have, you don't have like all your rice bowls anymore, but yeah, you can fly with your bag. In that case. Oh, I have a short sword. It says here in my inventory. <laughs> so, I think what I do here is, as I've aggravated them with my swooping around tactics, I think I want to just turn around. Every now and then, I get a little bit angry, and I know you're not around. <laughs> with the with the sword held in my beak, I kind of want to just turn myself into like a lance. Oh, just snap. Fly towards this person. All right. So this is an attack for sure. Is this engage sword to sword, I suppose? Or target either, someone? I also have I murder. Target someone unless with, your bird has a, also has a sword. It could also be murder since they're vulnerable because that's what. Yeah. And I do have access to murder. That's what I'm going to make the argument for because that's what I'll have the best role for. But if you don't think it fits very well. I, mean, I think I it was going to either be target someone or murder, but if you're trying to murder this person, then go I, I for it. I feel like you're not yet at intimate range. I sort of feel like engage sword of sword uh, has that's to a good point. first because you have to get in close. Yeah, Greg's right. Plus, I'm not sure if yeah. Rue... Right, this would be a big step for Rue. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're not friends <laughs> at the table. <laughs> not yet. Welcome to episode 512 of Root. John Cena might murder somebody, and that's just how it' gonna be. Tiffany would be like, "Hell yeah!" Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's another seven. Hooray! Um, so that was engaged sword to sword, is what we said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you give yourself the plus one? I guess it doesn't matter, but remember you have plus one on. Oh, I would. I guess it would have been eight. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's same role essentially. You pick one of these, you inflict serious harm, you suffer little harm, you shift your range to intimate or far, or you impress, dismay, or frighten your foe. Uh, I want to inflict serious harm, hoping that that makes it so that my pursuer can't keep pursuing me, and then I fly to a spot where I can wait until things die down and then meet back up with Peep, assuming Uh, that's it. Well, I mean, inflicting serious harm in this sort of means like you stabbed into a bird flying at you, right? Uh-huh. I don't so okay, so you you connect. It's a short sword and you like went through feathers and there's blood. Uh and you just hear ah! and at this point you can you know because you're staring straight at her that it's seen. Mm. And she like as quickly as she can, she pulls out a dagger from her side and just stabs you in the side. Oof. Yeah. And I think you both are sort of like hurtling to the ground at this point. God. Okay. Um, <laughs> God. Uh, 
So that was, you took some harm there. <laughs> yeah, I'm at two points of injury out of three now, assuming I take one. Mm-hmm. I want to, like, aim aim for the bushes, you know? Yeah, yeah. You're in more control here than Scene is, because you wrecked into, mm-hmm. into her. So, yeah, uh, you hit in the bushes. Scene was, uh, what kind of bird was Scene? I can't remember. Just for the image. Yeah, I don't know if I said before, but let me let me see. I, I imagine some it. sort of corvid, like a crow or something. A rookadee, maybe? She's a wren. Oh, okay. Huh. What's it what, what were you saying she was? You, you thought? A corvid. A rookadee. <laughs> rookadee is oh, so rookadee. cute. Rookadee's a Pokemon, you silly. So? Anyway, she's a wren. <laughs> um she is so mad. Hmm. Did she recognize <laughs> me, you think? Yeah, I think as you're hurtling down, she's a, a, when she stabs you, she's like, eat shit, Goldfinch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Valid. Yeah. Do I even bother with a comeback? I just think <laughs> I think this is Rue. Like, I think there's some murdering to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Rue just focuses completely on getting to the bushes. This is he's like, he doesn't care. Like. An earlier version of Rue would want to, you know, seem cool in this moment, since Scene is this, like, cool, badass, you know, high-profile character that he's interacted with before, and he'd want to sort of fluff his feathers, you know, a little bit. But at this point, he's, this isn't, that's not even, like, on his mind. So I think he just, he's just focusing on survival. All right. So when you say you're going to the bushes, like, you want to break from Scene, like kick off from her in the air. Yeah, mo- mo- my priorities in order are number one, land somewhere where I won't die. Number two, get away from scene. If I can only do the first one, that's fine. Okay. Um. Hmm. Make a trust fate roll. Okay. I'm really leveraging trust fate a lot here. Uh, also, give it the plus one that you have ongoing with scene. Shit. Twelve. You got twelve. Dang! Okay. Fate likes you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see a bunch of red blurs, and you feel like you're not falling anymore, and and some pinching on your shoulders. <laughs> uh, and you're being held up by Hepatus. Ah! <laughs> ah! I say. Uh, <laughs> I think. Actually, ooh, you know what's really good? I don't even see. Uh, Rue doesn't turn. He just feels himself being lifted, and he's like, he's like weak, right? Because he's been stabbed, and but he doesn't even look. And he he says, "Thanks, Peep." Oh. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, um. So I think Rue is sort of blacking out at this point. Maybe yep. is that what I'm hearing? Uh. But the camera sees that. Halion and Minbakar have seen pinned to the ground, uh, and Hepatus sort of like lets you down, and they are freaking out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> God, I want the spinoff where it's those three. <laughs>
Christina, what's it? What's what are you feeling? Um, well, I think she's uh, picked herself up off the ground from the complete freak out she had after talking to Teresa. I think she's mostly just like, what? Oh, what do we do now? What is <laughs> what now? Uh, so she goes to Darkvon. She's like, well, uh, we did that. We sure did. Worked out, you know, pretty good, I think. I mean, uh, sure. Yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah, I guess it did. But I'm a little I freaked mean, the, out. The, town, the town's still standing, and that's that's a big win. Now we just need to find Rue. Yeah. How are we going to do that? Well, I figure if there's anybody who'd know, it'd be those kids. So I'm going to go talk to the teacher and see if I can find those kids. <laughs> All right, I guess I'll come with you. Uh, when you get to Mauro, he looks really distraught. What's up? What What's going on? <laughs> no, I mean the town's safe. So the what? kids are gone, and just, oh shit! Like what? Well, what? Gone? Like like you can't find them? I don't know. We haven't clipped their wings in a long time at this point. And the thing that I just assumed would happen happened, which is that they just flew away. And I don't know what to do. Now, now hold on. Okay, Did you calm see down. them Wait, fly away? Yeah. No, but I haven't seen any sign of them. And the last thing that happened was that they graduated from flying school. So where did you see them last? I mean, anything you can think about, anything they said that could help. Figure out where they is. The last time I saw them was, like I said, when they graduated. It was it was right before Rue left. Uh-huh. And you didn't see nothing else? No. Where are they staying? Bring, them to, bring me to their rooms. Uh, he takes you to a, a series of bunk beds. I gotta, like, look around to see if there's anything that, like, what kids do is write plans or make maps or... Leave behind any sort of clue where they might be. Huh. Yeah, I think when you get to Halion's bed, uh, she has drawn up a bunch of, I don't know, just she's just got a bunch of drawings of Rue teaching them how to fly, and when, when you're rifling through the papers really quick, and then there's one of just like a, a, a really crudely drawn map of like, here's the clearing, and then that's this is the path that Rue said he was going to travel on, you know, just like markings that sort of indicate these things, um, like they were they were planning on something. I'll show Chensina to see if since Chensina has been out in that out in that area more than I have. To oh, see there's if. definitely like a drawing of chicken legs off to the side in the forest, <laughs> and that's circled as well. Well, looks like we gotta start. Yeah. Um, so I think Dargavant basically turns around, uh, and heads out as quickly, just armor, sword, and am heading straight towards where that spot is. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you I, all... I, well, hold on. I think on the way, like, Dargavant obviously does this weird dramatic Dargavant thing. <laughs> and so, so Chensina, um, pats the teacher on the shoulder and is like, 
Oh, uh, look, I'm sure it's fine. I mean, obviously, there's going to be some growing pains, and I, I think I might have an idea about where they is. So you just hang tight in case they come back here, and we'll go see if we can find them. Okay. And she, like, leaves with Dargmont. Yeah. Yeah. I whistle for Rainbow as I'm running through the town. <laughs> how all, How do you all, like, what's the locomotion like? How do you get there fast? We we run. Yeah. <laughs> I we don't use know. our feet. We, we ha- use we our feet. two ways to move fast. Where are, are you running? Are you way. running to the, are you running to the legs? Yeah, or what? That's at least a place yeah, to start yeah, to the clearing, and yeah. then I'm gonna tell Rainbow to just scout, like find, find them. It's just and it flies off. Well, I guess we should follow that. Uh, well, I mean, let's Rainbow. head to the let's head there. Rainbow's <laughs> just gonna look for everywhere. Following a bug ain't ain't an easy task. So let's just get to where you built the legs and start from there. I thought that's where we were. Already. Yeah, you you just got oh. there, but I'm sure Dargavant probably sent right. off Rainbow yeah. before that. Um, so when you get to the legs, they're obviously they're not there, uh, but you can see like tracks. Well, I don't know what is what do you like? You know how when you have logs that you transport things, like how they did the pyramids. Yep, <laughs> mm-hmm. that's the trail of that is <laughs> is going out of the forest. Yeah, I mean, I'll, okay. I'll follow that, keeping an eye out. Yeah. Okay, so um, so you have blacked out, Rue, and the next thing you know, mm-hmm. uh, you've got like feathers in your face. Like Rue, wake up, wake up! Uh, five more minutes. No, no, zero more minutes, Rue. You have to wake up. Uh, ugh. Ugh. who's in front of me? Hepatus. And then you see off, uh, just a few yards away. Mean Makar and Halion are like doing their best to hold down scene, and you can hear her struggling over there. Habitus, what? Look, we. Uh, I know you said that we shouldn't come because you didn't want us to be in trouble, but we just lied and said we wouldn't. Sometimes it's okay to lie. <laughs> You're damn right. And I <laughs> head on over to where Mean Makar, Halion, and Scene are. All right. So what do you, what do you do? Hey, so um, I'm looking for a, I'm looking for someone to do a job, but you don't look like you could do it. I say to scene. She's just, she's not dignifying that with a response. <laughs> she, I believe, I think she lunges in like Halion, like, like the arm goes up, the, the feather that she's holding down lifts up for a second, and she's like, Gah! Rue does, like, the bird equivalent of, like, checking his nails, like, in that, like, that really, and and does that look of, like, he's still talking to her, but, like, he's showing her so little respect that he's checking his nails, you know, like, that little move. Mm Mm-hmm. But he doesn't have nails, so he's just checking his feathers. So, (laughs) he says... I mean, he does paint his feathers. 
Yeah, that's true. A lot like checking your nails. <laughs> um, and he says, "You uh, you're kind of important with them birds, huh?" I'm more important than you ever will be. Uh, that's fine. I don't care. Um, what I do care about is that I sense you're in a bit of a pickle. She's struggling against both of the kids, and they're like, uh, "Ryu, are you?" Uh, <laughs> you okay? I, yeah, I mean, I use I I if if they need help, I use I yeah. restrain her. I tie her up or something, tie her to a okay, tree. Cool. And I say, the way I see it, you go back to the capital, and you're boned because you were supposed to bring back those legs. And how's that going for you? What did you? do? Do. Oh, I burned him? Were you not there for that? I took off after you immediately. Oh. <laughs> um. Damn, I wish I didn't say what I did so that now I could be like, say some clever line of like, I hope your legs were flame retarded. It would be it something have- with fried chicken. Come on. It's. <sighs> I, I can't even sit here and wait for you to come up with a joke against me. That's a good one. Anyway, like I said, you're in a rough position. Because <laughs> they're not going to be too happy if you go back and you tell them, you know, some random bird just burned down your legs. <laughs> I guess it, it won't It won't really matter in the grand scheme of things, will it? Uh-huh. Anyway, well, whatever stupid ass home you've got going on it's all gonna be burned to the ground anyway pair of legs or not what do you mean did you think that was the only machine we were building collectively for a war she's smiling so sinister rue doesn't say yes he did think that but you see on his (laughs) face that yes he did think that (laughs) and he says here's the deal either me and uh, you know these little rascals just leave you out here to fend for yourself tied up to a tree or we cut you loose and you make sure not a single bird sets feather in special Oakwood. Uh, give me a persuade an NPC roll. Okay, is that with charm? It must be. And you still have plus one against scene. Oh, so that'll be a nine. Almost there. God. She, okay, so she's looking at her injury and it bleeding out, and she's like, what are you going to do to make sure that I don't die right here or flying away? Well, I mean, if you don't do what we say, nothing. If what you if do, I do, what you say? I'm sure the kids uh, brought some supplies. We can, we can clean you up. Mean Bakar yells out, "Like I have a, a first aid kit." Thanks, Mean Bakar. You're welcome. Obviously, for this deal to work, uh, we'll need some sort of collateral. Like wh- that dagger of yours, you seem kind of attached to it. You seemed a little attached to it just a second ago. 
That's funny. It would be it would be a better line if, you know, I was the one tied to a tree. Because you seem pretty attached to the tree. Damn, got me. Look, do you just want this knife? Whatever, have it. She throws it at you. Well, I mean, I guess she doesn't, but she <laughs> insinuates she can have it. <laughs> well, that clearly won't work. I'll need something you care about more than that. And I'll give it back to you. Yeah, once once the bird army's already moved and we make sure they don't move through special Oakwood. I need something that, uh, you know, I can't just take you at your word. What What do you want? This is your deal. So what you got? You You want me to just tell you what I what I love? Yeah. I love my life. I love not being attached to a tree. Yeah, but that doesn't that doesn't work because I can't. I mean, if that were the collateral, I would have to leave you attached to the tree. And then you go to and that just doesn't the, the logistics of that don't work. You got to you got to help me out here, scene. Uh, just look at my bag. I do. Those are the plans for all of the war machines that the birds have built. There should be there should be plenty of collateral. I take them. That should do. I look to see if there's any indicate like we saw with the cats, how they indicated that they made copies. I want to make sure these are like originals and not copies. Uh, yeah, like on the front, I think there's an illustration of the uh, a phalanx of like six in like a V formation. Uh, okay. I guess seven then seven in a V formation. Um, yeah, this will this will do. Um, I don't know when y'all were planning on rolling out, but uh, once I see that you're I'm sure I'll be able to see when these uh when these puppies go rolling along. So once I see them pass through and they don't touch special oakwood, I'll know you stuck to your word, and I'll give these back. Deal? Yeah. Okay. All right. You're letting me go now. I mean, you wanted us to patch up your wound. Do you still want that, or? Yes. Please. Hey, where's, uh, where's Peep? I, I don't know that. Why would I know that? I don't know. Uh, and then I help the kids dress her wound, and then I cut her loose. She just flies off immediately after you've cut Figured. the bonds. I turn to the kids, and I say, oh my god, thank you so much. <laughs> I... <laughs> We did I, it! I know in these things, I'm supposed to be like, you, sh- I told you not to follow me. <laughs> I'm so disappointed, but I'm so proud of you. I don't, the first one's not even true. I think it's really cool that you just lied to my face and then came to save me. That rules. I, I love you three. <laughs> and then he gives them all a hug. <laughs> Aw, it's a big group hug. Hey, uh, y'all see my brother? Um, the one that looks like you? Yeah. Uh, yeah. He went off of the road before everyone else, and then we sort of just paid attention to you. I don't know where he is now. All right. Well, um, uh, does it look like the coast is clear of the other ones? Yeah, you don't see any signs of other of other birds. Uh, in that case, uh, 
I'll stick together. I don't want to like have us split up, but I want the four of us to just go looking for peep. All right. I mean, you you can all fly. Are you wait? But maybe mm-hmm. you're not flying because you're keeping a low profile. I think I would not fly. I would, yeah, just kind of hop along. After a while, you hear in the distance like Pegasus. <laughs> Peep. Oh. Yeah, they're all gone. Yeah. Did you you handled like six? I just give I just give him a hug. Yeah, he hugs back. Who are these three? <laughs> uh <laughs> I did not handle all of those them. Uh these these kids helped me. Um it's a long story. They're rascals. Uh you'll like them. <laughs> uh about this time you hear like a and then rainbow is in front of you. Huh. Does Rainbow have anything? No, Dargamont for once in his life didn't write a letter. <laughs> I didn't have time. <laughs> Is that Rainbow? It uh s- does its best to nod. <laughs> uh hey. What's what's up? And then it like flies away. Bye. My glassy. Oh, oh, they they must be here. <laughs> Yeah, it like comes back and it's like, yeah, let's let's follow this bug. My my pals should be over here. Everybody agrees. And uh, you you walk down the road. I mean, you all meet up. Have at it. <laughs> What'd you do with my legs? <laughs> I kind of sped up the burning plan. <laughs> all right. Did you get stabbed? It's fine. And then I think he falls down again. <laughs> Passes out. No, the three c- definitely catch you. And yeah, Peep, yeah. too. They all have you steadied. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, I'm Peep. I'm Rue's brother. Nice to meet you. Oh, how about that? I-, I, guess I'm, I guess I'm not on the bird team anymore. Well, welcome to whatever team this is. <laughs> Oh, wait, does Tunzina have the pin now, right? Yeah. Okay, she says, well, welcome to whatever team this is. I guess it's this team. And then she takes out the pin and she puts it on Rue. Aw. And then while she's doing that, she says, I ain't got one for you, but, you know, we might could, I don't know. I don't know if we're making these for everybody. We just met. I don't need a friendship bracelet. Uh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I mean, it's the sign of our revolution, but okay. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. Anyway, are we? Let's let's get out of out of the road where the birds are coming. I think Dargavant should have been standing back, like just watching around for anything to happen uh and then once that sort of clear he just walks over to rue and like looks at him i'm out he's still uh, like he's probably conscious but like he's out of it yeah and then like just scoops him up and just looks everybody like let's get back home i got this 
Thanks, buddy. She looks at Peep and says, he's dramatic. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> Find us on Facebook and Twitter at VREcast or email us at hi at VRE.show. Check out our website at VRE.show for a listening guide, links to everyone's Twitter, and our shop for some cool enamel pins featuring characters from the show. If you want to help us out, you can rate and review the show or just tell a friend about us. If you enjoy what we do, consider backing us on Patreon, where we release a bonus show every month, along with a bunch of other extras. There's even a two-hour-long Uncharted Worlds sequel special, so just go check that out. Anyway, check it out at patreon.com slash VRE. And to all of our patrons, thank you so much for supporting us. I think, do we head back to Rue at this point? We can. Maybe, if you want. Why do you sound so far away, Travis? Because I was sitting on my bed. Oh. <laughs> Just here listening now. to a fun story. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was great. You should listen to this podcast. <laughs> this podcast is, like, really good. You should try it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> try it. Uh, they sound so, a lot like my friends too. Like they sound like my friends, <laughs> Logan, Lee, and Graham. Which is like even more endearing. I guess I have a parasocial relationship with my with my actual <laughs> friends. My actual friends. <laughs> Hi, I'm Theo, and this is LGB Time Machine, an LGBTQ plus history podcast. In each episode, I'll research and then discuss a topic or time period or person that's relevant to LGBTQ plus history, and hopefully this will encourage more people to look into our history. So far, I've done a broad overview of the persecution of LGBTQ plus folks in the U.S., talked about the homophile movement, the Lavender Scare, LGBTQ plus bars, and looked at some of the riots and events leading up to and including Stonewall. Tune in to the Orange Groves Network to learn some cool facts about LGBTQ plus history that you might not have known before.